This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. Welcome to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancasts on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. A couple exciting things happening in Guardians land. Uh, yesterday for spring training, we got to see Josh Naylor make an appearance in right field to get a couple hits, including a double. So that was pretty exciting. Got to see Ahmed Rosario play left for the second day in a row. Excited about the idea of him maybe being there for the majority of the year. That would enable the team to play some of their shortstop prospects and second base prospects more. Yesterday, Andres Jimenez and Owen Miller uh, were out there at shortstop and second base, respectively. So that would be great to see. But uh, also assume that Yu Chang will get some time there and at first base. So starting to see things come together there. I really hope that Stephen Kwan makes the team. Hope that he and Ahmed can sp- split some time in left and maybe even spell Naylor in right field, assuming that Naylor will need some days off as he still continues to get strong after his ankle surgery. And then Oscar Mercado probably making the team as the short side of the platoon out there. And we'll get Brad- Bradley Zimmer off the team, which would be a huge bonus in my opinion. So that's that's good to see. Continuing to kind of watch and see how things go on the pitching side and who's going to make the team in the bullpen especially. feel a little sketchy about the uh, starting rotation depth. Uh, I think the rotation is good. It's got a lot of upside, but it's probably right now more of a middle-of-the-pack rotation, You know, maybe towards the bottom of the top 10 rotations in baseball, uh, somewhere in that 10 through 15 range. But they've certainly got the upside to be in the uh, solidly in the top 10. And so hopefully that happens. Uh, as I've mentioned before, if Tristan McKenzie can keep his fastball around 93 miles an hour, he's one of the most dominant pitchers in baseball from a statistical point of view. So hopefully he can get, he can do that, and uh, we'll see some great progress out of him. The thing is, he got some upside there from guys like Quantrill, Savali, and McKenzie, who all have the upside to be like number twos if everything breaks right. And then Plesak, if he can turn things around as a solid number three, number four guy. So if that all happens, and Bieber is who we think Bieber is and has shown himself to be, then the rotation will be great. But there's a lot of there's some ifs there, and I don't see a lot of depth behind them. There's guys that should be ready pretty soon to be behind them, but some development needs to happen with guys like Battenfield, Pilkington, and Meyer still, so and Logan T. Allen. So I, I just uh, hopefully they have the depth to last through a season where I expect to see some pitchers spend some time on the IL after the short run-up to the season. So another little exciting thing that happened is that we've had some more rumors about a possible Jose extension. I want to be cautious about it because it could very well be Jose Ramirez's camp leaking that, hey, talks are going well, talks are happening so that fans put pressure on the front office to get a deal done. But it just makes total sense to me that the front office would be pushing to try to get a deal done because they haven't done anything in the offseason. And extending Jose is about the only thing they can do right now to really spark some interest among the fan base. 
So that makes me feel positive. The fact that the people rumoring it, Mike Rodriguez uh, from Univision and Hector Gomez, who's an MLB insider, are both guys that probably have some connection to Jose's camp and his agent. So it's probably coming from Jose's side. Would would make me say, hey, we need to have some guarded optimism about this. But I try to be a relentless optimist, so let's enjoy thinking about it, what it would be like for Jose Extension, how great that would make us all feel to know that he's going to be with the team for a while. To go along with that, the Guardians today released a new song that they've put together with local artists uh, about Cleveland and the Guardians team, and it's a fun it's a fun song. I, I enjoyed listening to it. The chorus is especially great. I'm sure we'll hear that a lot throughout this coming year. So to go along with that and the excitement of the Jose Extension rumors, I have give I want to give you a couple songs to just encourage the Guardians to get that deal done. So. I uh, can't promise that I'm uh, the kind of singer that they'll have on, that they had on their song that they put out today. In fact, I can promise that I'm not, but at least I will uh, give it my best shot and uh, we'll have some fun with it. So uh, here's our first song. Like a fool, we tried and signed Lindor. Now we're wondering if you'll open up that door. Ooh, Jose, here we are. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're yours. Then that time we told Cookie goodbye. Now we're back and not ashamed to cry. Ooh, Jose, here we are. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're yours. Here we are, Jose. You got our future in your hands. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're yours. Here we are, Jose. You got our future in your hands. Signed, sealed, delivered. We're yours. We're yours. Jose, just sign, seal it, deliver it to us. It'll make our off-season. Please, Santa, Paul Dolan, please please make it happen. I thought money was only true in fairy tales, meant for someone else's team but not for me. Poverty was out to get us. That's the way it seemed. Disappointment haunted all our dreams. Then I saw Hector's tweet. Now I'm a believer. Not a trace of doubt in my mind. I'm in love. Ooh, I'm a believer. Jose couldn't leave here if he tried. I thought Guardian's fandom was more or less a giving thing. Seems the more I gave, the less I got. What's the use in trying? All you get is pain. When we needed sunshine, we got rain. Then I saw Hector's tweet. Now I'm a believer, not a trace of doubt in my mind. I'm in love, ooh, I'm a believer. Jose couldn't leave here if he tried. Well, there you go. There's my attempts to sing and convince Jose to sign here and convince the Dolans and Chris Antonetti and Mike Chernoff to make it happen. We're a believer make him a guardian for the rest of his life, redeem the soft season. That's all we're waiting for. But again, I advise cautious optimism. What we've seen so far kind of indicates to me that Jose's camp is really trying to push them to that final little bit to get them to sign him, and there's no guarantees that they're going to do that. Hopefully today, tomorrow, sometime this week, we'll get the great news and we'll feel a lot better about things. And we'll have Jose here to be with the next group of players that are coming in to play for the team. So that's the goal. 
Now, for the end of the podcast today, I want to give you my predictions for the coming year for MLB. So just a chance to kind of talk to you about what I expect to happen in the coming season. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure I'll be wrong when it's all said and done, but we'll give it our best shot. So I see in the American League East, I believe that the Blue Jays will win the division. I think Tampa Bay will finish second, and they'll take a wild card spot. The Yankees will finish third. They'll just be just outside the wild card looking in, which is always how I want the Yankees to be, unless they're at the bottom of the division, which doesn't happen very often. But outside the playoffs looking in is great. Uh, Boston will be in fourth, and Baltimore will be fifth place in the division. Because of those top four teams, that's the best division in baseball by far, in my opinion. Uh, so in the American League Central, I expect to see the White Sox in first place. I think they'll probably have the best uh, seed in the whole in all of, in all of the American League, so they'll be the top seed. And I think Detroit will finish second. I'm debating about whether Cleveland or Minnesota will be in third, but I just don't see the pitching with Minnesota. If they get some pitching that I don't expect them to get, then I could see them finishing third. If Cleveland has some injury trouble, especially in their pitching, then they could finish fourth or fifth. But for now, I'm going to pick Cleveland to finish third. I don't think it'll actually probably be that close between them and Detroit. I mean, it'll be four or five games, but I think Detroit will be the second place team. And then Minnesota finishing fourth and Kansas City finishing fifth. I think Cleveland, Minnesota, and Kansas City will all be very close record-wise. Detroit will be a little bit better than both of those guys, and Chicago White Sox will have the best record in the American League. In the American League West, I think Houston will win the division. I think Seattle will finish second and get a wild-card berth. I think that the Angels are going to get in the wild-card berth just edging out the Yankees. I think Texas will finish fourth, and Oakland will be in fifth, and probably the worst team in baseball, uh, trading a couple other assets at the trade deadline. So our playoff teams in the American League, Toronto, I mean, sorry, Chicago White Sox first, Toronto second, uh, Houston third, uh, those are your division winners, and then your wildcard teams will be Seattle, um, Tampa Bay, and the Los Angeles Angels. So that's how that'll go. Uh, we know with the new setup now, you're going to see uh, the top two teams get a chance to go to the second round, and you're going to see the other four teams face off against each other uh, before they go to a uh, to the second round. So you'll have that first three-game series between those four teams, and then they'll play the top two teams that get around through that uh, by through that first round. In the National League, another great division, National League East. I think that the Mets will win the division. Atlanta will finish second and get the wild card. Philadelphia will be third. Don't really see it with their defense and their pitching. Miami will be fourth, probably be close between theirs. Those two could see them flip-flop. And I just think the Philadelphia Phillies are probably willing to add a little bit more at the trade deadline to improve the team than the Marlins are. And then... In fifth place, the Nationals. The Nationals won't be bad either, actually, because they've got some good hitters. Just don't think their pitching will be quite up to snuff. And then in the Amer the National League Central, I predict the Cardinals to win the division, the Cubs to finish second, and the Brewers to finish third. Just don't think the Brewers quite have the lineup, and if they get a little bit of pitching injuries, they don't quite have the depth, in my opinion, so I'm going to put them at third. 
fourth place, Pittsburgh. Fifth place, Cincinnati. Still think Cincinnati will probably trade some assets at the trade deadline and end up in a, a lower position than Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's going to start to see some of their good prospects come out throughout the year, so they'll probably make their way out of the cellar of that division. National League West, uh, predict the Dodgers to win it. San Francisco to finish second and get a wild card. San Diego is going to finish third. Arizona in fourth. San Diego and Arizona will probably be kind of close. I expect Arizona to be a lot better than they were last year. And then Colorado Rockies finishing fifth and probably adding at the trade deadline for no apparent reason because they're just the weirdest team in baseball. So your playoff seeds in the National League. I think the Dodgers are the top seed, even though they have a tough division. I think the Mets are the second seed and the Cardinals are the third seed. Could be a little bit different there. Could be Mets in third because their division is a little bit harder, but we'll go with the Mets in the second place spot. And then our uh, wildcard teams, Atlanta, San Francisco, and the Cubs. So when it's all said and done, my prediction is that uh, you're going to see Toronto make the World Series and face off against the Dodgers and see the Dodgers win the World Series. Nothing especially shocking there, and I probably should be shocking because it's usually not quite what we expect. If I was going to try to say, hey, this is going to be a prediction that nobody saw coming uh, and that maybe we could see something a little bit out of the ordinary in the World Series, then I would say that the Mariners would kind of be an under-the-radar World Series choice. And then from the National League, I think uh, the Cardinals. I think you could see Mariners versus Cardinals and then see maybe the Mariners win their first World Series. Uh, That would be a really fun season. If everything breaks right for the Guardians uh, and they have a lot of players break out, they have pitchers stay healthy and develop as they they should and as we hope they will, then you could definitely see them as a playoff team. I don't really see them as a World Series contender this year, but the fact that they're six teams that make the playoffs, if everything breaks right, they could compete for that sixth spot, but it's not what I expect. So that's why it's super important for the team to think about how else they can get fans excited this season and let them know that they're invested in this team, this franchise, and the biggest way you can do that is to extend Jose Ramirez, then look to see if you can extend guys like Fran Reyes, Cal Quantrill, Aaron Savale, even Tristan McKenzie, and just, you know, let them know, hey, this team's going to be here. You can just root for these guys. The thing that I'm most excited about for Jose Ramirez's potential extension would be he's my favorite baseball player. If he's extended to stay here as a no-trade clause and all that, then I can think about the fact that my sons may also know him as their favorite baseball player. And that's very exciting to me. As they get a little bit older, they turn 2-3 and three in May. They're starting to kind of think about the world in different ways that they can watch a game and say, hey, Jose is my favorite player. That would be very exciting to me. If they pick another player, that's fine, but it would be fun to share the same the favorite player with them. So, Paul Dolan, hey, I've sung to you today. I've sung to Jose today. Everybody needs to get together and get this done. And if not, well, we'll just enjoy the baseball season up ahead. Hope you guys have a great day. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.